Okay. Um. Um. So. Yeah, we just finished writing a couple Yelp. Well, you know what? I'm not really forget about Yelp. Look, if you want to support, I don't know. If if one person wrote a review, that would just be awesome. But um, I guess it could happen. Look, if you're listening, Google Graceland and write a review. You can write a review on Google or you can write one on Yelp. Okay. Maybe it's the mic. Because it's buzzing again. Which one? This one? Yeah. Switch up. How are you, Billy? I'm good. Summer's birthday today. Just, just be careful banging on stuff. Yeah, so I don't know if it's that mic or whatever, but... Sorry, guys. This is the only podcast where you're going to experience technical difficulties live on the podcast and we're not going to edit it out no sir it's not how we work it's not how we roll yeah so i don't know what is wrong with that mic i'll take a look at it tomorrow yeah and i also really want to do i want to have machine dorito on here i already got it figured out yeah i know we need to like set it up okay we can do that tomorrow do you want to talk into the microphone so people can hear you? Yeah, sure. And then also, you you got to be careful when you drop shit on the table. Banging it. Um, how was that Sermon on the Mount meeting? I thought it was good. It's packed. Yeah. I'm wondering if we're going to start streaming it again or not. Yeah. Well, you know what we should do is we should just start streaming it, but we should have it stream only like the middle of the room. So if you're outside of the stream zone, you're not going to be seen. It's really just going to see like the people on the couches. Mm. Or, or you had a good point. Maybe we shouldn't because people get vulnerable and maybe they wouldn't if there was a camera. Yeah. I mean, Johnny, like, you know, was almost in tears talking about, you know, uh, uh, I thought that was pretty deep how he was admitting. Maybe he doesn't want to let that, that creature, go that old character go i can feel that i can understand that get it because there's a whole lot of like responsibility with sobriety and like you you're now accountable for your life it's kind of nice not having to be you know step up mm-hmm. in a weird way mm-hmm Yeah, it's How are you? Me? Yeah. I mean, I was good and then like I just was I've just been reminded that we have haters. <laughs> it's really crazy that are like writing Yelp reviews. That's why I'm asking you guys to help us out if you're listening to this podcast because it's like the haters are so dedicated. They're like becoming louder than like the the Four? supporters. Louder? Well, I mean, not louder, Uh but they are louder. Like hate and anger and negativity and discord like is just by nature like louder than like positivity. So you have to have like 10 to 1 positivity to like outrank the hate. So it's just like. What is so strange because when you had me, when I just wrote a review for you, I'm like, I believe this. I'm not writing a review because of some bullshit. Mm. 
what is wrong with these haters? Are they fucking retarded or what? What the, I, what the fuck? This is a good facility that helps people, and the owner and the staff are genuinely it's like, want to help. I'm so fucking proud of what. Why we're, do we have dedicated haters? I'm so fucking proud of what we're doing here. I, 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 because it doesn't because they're not here. They don't see what's really happening, and they're like, it. They can't understand. They can't believe that I'm actually a good person. They just can't even like. They won't believe it's it. It's not even an option. They refuse <laughs> to believe it because, like, look at me. So what? So many people are tatted up. I mean, what? Well, yeah, you come off. You come off. Yeah, you come off of so a certain way. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, one, I mean, they've been hating on you for a long but, time. Don't you think they'd figure it out by now? But that, it's not just look at me. It's like listen to how I talk, the sound of my voice. My cadence. Yeah. No, I got it. I get you. So, yeah. And once once certain people have made up their mind, they're not – they're like it, – it's become a battle. They don't want to be – they don't want to see the truth. They don't – Yeah, I call it willful, willful ignorance. Willful ignorance. Yeah. What do you think, Cub? Oh, boy. I just see how this place has changed my life and like a bunch of the residents here. I have you have you been brainwashed? Come on down. <laughs> my brain needs a good washing, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It it almost gives me a little bit of resentment to see how like hard they're trying to ruin something that's like change, actively changing my life. Yeah, it just it just it doesn't even really make sense in the real world. It's, it's hard not to be resentful. Yeah, yeah. But you got to be the. I mean, why don't they hate on the sober living I went to, where they the I learned victim. to shoot heroin? I mean, are any other sober living where they don't really give a fuck? It's about money. Wait, you learned to shoot heroin in your sober living? Yeah, I went there as a drug addict, and then I got. I hooked. I met a friend there, and and he taught me to use heroin. It reminds me of uh, in what is it Shawshank when he's like, I had to come to prison to like learn how to be a criminal. Mm. No, for sure. I didn't really like I, heroin. I, I, I did speed the first time when I went to. Um, That's what you were saying. Sober living. Yeah, I mean, you 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 or rehab. Yeah, I mean, you're meeting people that. Yeah, are. Uh, it's all you're going to. All I'm saying is most sober livings are like a vacation or I've seen a few personally and nothing like this. Not even close. It's like you're joining the fucking military or something here. It's, it's nuts. Um, I mean, in a way, if military for drug addicts or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> drug addict boot camp. I wouldn't. I, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be interested in doing it any other way. Boot camp. What did you call it, Caleb? <laughs> Drug addict boot camp. Yeah, there you go. It's just a school yeah. for scoundrels. <laughs> did you hear what we wanted to name the Wednesday night meeting? The Wednesday night meeting school of hard knocks. Mm. School. Of- I think that one's been taken. I think. Oh, has it really? I think so. Oh, no. No, it should just be like the learning to lose meeting or something. On Wednesdays, the LTL, just like alert, like how how you know, like just 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like it should be something like on brand, you know, like Graceland or Learning to Lose. I feel like Learning to Lose would would that that plays right. Yeah, I don't yeah. really know how to. Welcome to the. I've been wanting, looking for a healer, uh, Jordan, for like a long time. You you know a breeder, yeah, of healers. You want one? I, I kind of definitely probably maybe can you talk into the mic I've been looking for a healer I was going to drive three hours to get one you want me to see if they have another one yeah I'd like to know okay I'm, I'm not sure that the commitment is such a big one but I want I do yes I would like to no yeah they're cool dogs where's let's let's uh you want to bring them down real quick yeah I'll go grab the little guy I just oh don't know God, if I'm dude. ready because I have to take them to work with me and everywhere I go. Oh, you know? really? Because they're puppies. You can't leave them at home by themselves. You know? Right. So. Dude, this dog. I'm like kind of, I don't know. It's a trip, dude. I've never had like a dog like, well, I guess obvious. I guess I have. But like, I feel like this is different than like Dino and Rami because it's going to get like bigger. Mm. It's just such a special little dog. Yeah, really? Have you met him yet? Well, he's cute, but that's all I know. But have you like met him yet? Have you f- f- touched him? Mm, I petted him, yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Cool. No, it's it's just yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk about the house again, but Are you into that band? Or are you just wearing the shirt? Oh, I like the band. Really? Cuz when I was a kid, that's when they were like first got popular. I remember Def Leppard what Def Leppard. Song like Paranoid. But there's another song. Yeah, that's like their pop hit single. Yeah. No, they have some like incredible songs. Like pop songs. I can't remember. Like, I can't remember. Yeah, everybody likes Def Leppard. Really? Yeah. Huh. You know, the drummer's got one arm. One arm, yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah, that's badass. Um, the dog is special and, um, have you seen open range? No, I have not, but maybe I'll watch it when I get home. He's really cute. He's going to get pretty big, right? He's a blue healer. Hey, Tig. He'll get wide. Hey, Tig, are you scared? Wide, like kind of thick? Yeah. Healers don't get like super tall. Yeah, but the, they hey, get like Tig? stocky. I was are looking you, maybe at many, many are ones. Are you scared, little boy? Are you? Scared? Looks tired. This He's is, been playing all day. This is our dog Tig. He's the cutest ever. And he is a a blue healer, and he's just like very relaxed he's all so the time. <laughs> so I named him Tig after the dog in Open Range, and. Kevin Costner wrote and directed Open Range, and his production company is called Tig Productions. Hmm. I wonder if it references his his dog in real life. Girl or boy? He's a boy. He's going to be rambunctious. They start getting a lot of energy. So you know about these particular dogs? They're cattle dogs, yeah. Yeah. Um, In Nebraska, my ex-girlfriend and I had a Two healers. Hey, Tig. And they were... Uh, Pick them up, bro. Oof. You want one? Yeah. 
Why did you want a healer? I don't get it. How do you uh, know about it? I've been looking for dogs, and that's the one I came up with. I was going to get a mini healer, though. But wait, why? But why healers? Thank why? you. Thank you, Jordan. Why did you? Because road fucking warrior motherfucker. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> yeah. That's why. Oh, is I that? I guess it stuck in my head when I was. That's the dog right there, man. Really? Yeah. They have like really coarse hair. And I looked at all. No, actually, oh. that's not why. I looked at all these different dogs when I was thinking about getting a pup. And I just decided, that, you know, they have dingo in them. Dingo? D- dingo, the wild dog, the wild Australian dog. These are from Australia. Mm. And they were bred, all these different dogs, to make like the, a smart but trainable but strong dog mm. to, you know. Watch over the cattle and such and such. They're super smart and like they pick up commands really easily. You can shout a command across the field. You going? And Stand. yeah, they're super obedient too. But they like to chew. They like to bite at ankles too. Once they get bigger, <clears throat> yeah, they're supposed to be ankle nippers. So you uh-huh. got to be careful about that. That's where they nip on the cow. Yeah. So what, we got to get him a collar? Like a shock collar? No, like just a collar. Yeah, well, like he, a chain. If Has he, anybody bought one yet? No. We got to get him chipped. Probably, if he grows up here, though, he's probably going to be pretty chill because he's going to be exposed to so many people oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. They were saying how the the Liberty House dog or the Liberty Ranch dog would like come up to him during family groups when people would like break down because mm-hmm. the dog just knew Aww. and he'd come and like comfort him. So I'm hoping that's what Tig does. Yeah. So cute. So this is Tig. Tig, are you excited to comfort suffering alcoholics and addicts? <laughs> Tig? Maybe he snipped their butts. <laughs> Tig's a blue healer cattle dog and um, I named him Tig after the movie Open Range it's Kevin Costner's dog Charlie's dog and it's also Kevin Costner's production company is named Tig and um, look at how cute he is he's like out of a freaking cartoon huh? yeah they're super obedient they learn super quick super super smart sometimes too smart for their own good Mm. That's why we got the the bitter apple spray. That will be sprayed on like furniture, like some of the furniture and cords and stuff. Because oh yeah, he's gonna do it. All puppies do it for a while. Yeah, but that bitter apple spray stops all the chewing. Really? It works really well. It's gnarly. Like even if you taste it, it'll make your mouth go numb for like ten, fifteen minutes. Whoa! Then everything will taste bitter for like the rest of the day. It's gnarly. Okay. Good boy. Alright, we're going to talk about Billy. Oh man, I'd like to talk about something meaningful and important. Uh, Can we go live and answer some questions? Oh, you at the house phone? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's actually a pretty good idea. Um, Or. Comment Thank on you some so questions. Much. 
I've I don't been, know. I don't really want to talk about the house because we've kind of beat that horse, and I don't really, <laughs> I don't really yeah. have a lot to say. My life's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I I could talk a little bit about self care and how much that changes how your life is. TikTok. Yeah, um, like I've been making myself go to the the tower 10 meeting once a week sometimes twice and then going in the water after really and then sasha meets me there also it's really nice you should come i know you probably don't get up that early but it's really kind of cool and then go in the water after it's it's a pretty awesome hmm. way to start the day um flossing my teeth is another self-care thing i do uh lifting a little bit of exercise consistently, nothing crazy, nothing like what you do, but a little bit. Yeah, um, but we got to keep doing our Friday night meeting. This Friday, something happened. I don't know where I was. And then the Friday before that, you were somewhere. But we're going to keep doing that. Yeah. That's Should. self-care. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. doing doing the step work and stuff. I'm on step nine, and I have some letters to revamp. Those will be my first amends. I mean, and this time around, my stepmom is on there, which, and my old best friend. You have I have some uncomfortable amends to make. You said you have what? I have some uncomfortable amends to make. I'm on step nine. Oh. I'd like my voice to be deeper and different, though. On the, I, I feel like I sound like a, I don't know, just not cool. So um, we're going to be answering some questions, if you guys have any questions here, um, on the TikTok Live. I'll hop on. Um, yeah, I guess, you know what? You could probably just ask the questions. I'm gonna see if my friend will join here. I met her on Tinder, but she she knows who we are from TikTok. This girl I'm communicating with right now. Oh right. Sorry guys, I'm gonna do this little post right now. You pump out content like I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I have no clue. Chris No04. I don't really like this song, but whatever. I'm going to post it anyway. I can't. When me and my boyfriend argue, it tends to set our she... star mood for the next few hours. So wait, what account sucks. are we going on? If, she... if she wants to join the live chat, where does she have to go? On... Pat's TikTok. Pat's TikTok? Okay. Yeah. That's take. <clears throat> <sighs> you get a haircut, dude. If I end up with a dog, so much younger. Summer will flip <laughs> out. She'll love that thing so much. Oh, I bet. Oh, dude, get one of these, bro. This is what I want. So this is the kind of dog kids. I've been wanting. Bro, they have. 
Um, bro, they have need help, but four thousand is way too much. Sorry, four thousand. Sorry, well, oh. we have half the people in the house aren't paying that. So, and you got to think about it that just to house them, like, and feed them, it's probably a. And all the license and insurance and bullshit, you're probably lucky if you're putting half of that away, honestly. What do you mean? To run the house, food, licenses, insurances, all the bullshit. All I'm saying is it's not like going in your pocket. You know what I mean? I don't know if a lot of people understand that because a lot of people don't have their own thing. You know, like if you look at what I charge... For my shit, it's it's not like that's going in my pocket. It's paying for the vehicles and the insurance and the product and the you know all the stuff, mm-hmm. the taxes and whatever else. I said you're the goat. <laughs> Do you see that? She's who's looking at? No one's looking at the live stream, are they? I am right now. Oh, you are. Yeah. Can I send my brother to Graceland? Sure. Absolutely. So on the live stream, can they hear me talking right now? Or can they just see Pat typing? They can hear you. Um... I'm 38, and Billy is... 51. I just had a birthday. 51. And um, my daughter's eight today. Woo-hoo! Billy's over here. Um, there's Billy. But I'm not a Graceland um, staff or anything. Billy's my co-host and my sponsor. I'm sober 16 years, and Billy's sober... 25 25 years you know what dude hmm. let's call michaelis how come because <laughs> i want to just talk to him okay on the podcast it'll always be a good podcast but we tried that before and did you work out the bugs this are you i mean hopefully that i i told i told these guys to figure it out and he said he figured it out so let me go grab it. the adapter and we're good you know what i mean like let's just do it you know so you guys are in for a real treat. Billy, what's going on? Someone asked. Um, it's my daughter's birthday. I'm debating whether to get a pup. Life's good. I've been doing a lot of self-care. I quit nicotine about a week ago, which it's been a 10-year um, battle. Um, I've given up on dating, and I'm good. I live in a really pretty little spot that... Pat's parents own and I'm afraid he's going to come and move a bunch of sober alcoholics in there at some point. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, uh, I don't know. That's, I've been doing the Jesus thing. That's new Bible study. That's kind of very open-minded of me because I was always against Someone that. Someone said, why are you struggling being sober when you've been sober that long? Makes no sense. Me? I don't know. 
it's not sobriety, it's not abstinence, it's emotional sobriety. It's being happy in your life, self-actualization, individuation, making the most of the time you got here, not being a miserable, angry fuck. DDA says, what up, Billy? Whoa. Oh, hey, that's man, been a long... Dude, here. congratulations, DDA. <laughs> DDA. God, I wish he was here, man. He should come back sometime. I know, really... You, before you have a kid, DDA, you got to come back and, um, Hello? you know. Can you see me? Oh. Hey, there's my friend. Say hi. They're going to call. They're going to call. One, oh, oh, this is oh. all chaotic at this point. Every, there's like five different things going on. Well, uh, she just has to invite. Oh, no. Bad connection. Oh, there you are. Are you... My internet's a little bit shoddy. Billy. Yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> What's up, dog? It's not working. Um, good, dude. Um, your text kind of fired me up a little bit. I can't hear. I mean, like, just a little bit. But, like, just because, like, just because, like, we're so... We, we like, need help. Hold on, Billy. Pat this talks is crazy. so loud I can't hear. Huh? We're both on the phone. Hey. <laughs> but we're supposed to be doing a podcast and we're both uh, just on the phone. Okay. Yeah, that ain't cool. Um, um do you have a do you have a minute? Can we talk or uh, Danny, I can't hear you either. Dude, I'm gonna call you back after, okay? Um, what? You wanna FaceTime them off yours or mine? Because I'll start recording on mine if you want them on the I, I mean this is fine. Okay. Yeah, we got we're um we're doing the podcast here, see? And um we got some people here. Yeah, it's cool. Dude, so this is Michaelis. Uh we're still trying to figure out how well <laughs> No, not who you are, but like how to properly I mean, there's a lot to consider. Like, first, there's sound. So if you have the Yeti um, mic... Can you put that in two? Madison's bringing... Put it in two instead of... Instead of the mic, because Billy's using three. Well, when it comes to, like, doing a proper podcast with somebody on the phone, it's hard. You look like Jacoby's brother? Sorry. Yeah, because it would be nice if you could, ha- if I could have, like, Here. if they could actually see you, and then also, so yeah, so Michaelis is someone I I work with. He's pretty much like a sponsor. You've you've kind of changed how I even like use that word. So you want me to put this in? Yeah. So have you tested this before? And turn the input up on two. Sorry, Can you talk a little bit? Oh. Wait, keep talking. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It's pretty deep. Super deep, right? So wait. Damn, that's crazy. Hold on one second. So wait, so that's like, he doesn't even have to record it. No, it'll record straight into Logic. What time is it out there? It's uh, uh, 1.30 p.m. It's one thirty p.m. Yeah, so I oh I should just turn it down on the phone a little bit. The next day. Oh, like well, what's the date today? 
I don't know, but I'm in your future, bro. Everything looks good. Don't trip. <laughs> Do you want me to screen record so we can put it on like the podcast? Yeah, screen? yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on. Uh, he's going to screen record. Um, so, yeah, I have Michaelis on the phone with me. And, um, yeah, and then you know what? You know what you could do? What's up? You can grab this live, or you can grab the house phone and you can look at if anyone has any questions. But you're using the house phone. Oh. Do you want me to switch your phone out with mine? And I Bro, can't. you gotta see this. This is crazy. Like, I have, like, here, I just, I gotta show him real quick. Like, we have, like, this phone going, and then, like, you're on a phone on a tripod. And then, like, I have my phone right here. <laughs> it's just like so... I had to hang up on my friend because there's too much going on. Um, oh, and then there's fucking Billy over here, just like trying to just vibe and figure out what technology means. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah, it means de-evolution. So yeah, we just did our sermon on the mount meeting, and actually, uh, JC was here. Shit, oh, she cool. was. Yeah, dude, she was here for all of dinner. And uh, the whole podcast, I mean, the whole, um, you hear that? And, and, oh, um, she, yeah, she stayed for the whole Sermon on the Mount meeting. She, she's a big fan of the Sermon on the Mount. How's JC doing? I mean, dude, she's like, uh, I think she's sponsoring Zoe yep. and, cool. um, it's just so great to have a girl, a female with some time around who that lady that was sitting back here. Yeah. JC. Oh, but you can't hear. Can you hear Billy? Yeah, I can. It's quiet, but I can hear him. Yeah. See, that's... Oh, she, she wasn't in the house. I just assumed she was a resident. No, nah. but wait. He can't hear. How can he see? This is the thing. How can he? How can Michaelis hear Billy? Because you. We'd have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You don't I need to we hear me. Do I don't have nothing to say anyway. I thought we were going to do a Zoom. Do you want to do a Zoom? No, I'm just saying for next time. You have yeah. to consider that. Well, the Zoom the Zoom's going to be the main input. We're going to run the cam link through the through the zoom so it's gonna look like these cameras it's gonna be good quality and we'll just record I, I don't care all i care about is that michaelis can see and hear billy be and able, me he'd be able to if it was a zoom this is just for the audio recording into there right but why i feel like this is like part recovery podcast and part av like <laughs> <laughs> no literally it started and i was like this is the only podcast where you're gonna hear live technical difficulties okay. and like how to work that out i mean it's like everything it's just fully transparent like we're just trying to figure it out still but yeah awesome. yeah so she was uh great um we were talking about, um, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing every time. So he knows, he, what's her name? Oh, he's introduced me to her. Oh, okay. She's got like 17 years, so, or wait. So Michaela's 16. introduced you to this lady, and now she showed up at the meeting, and she's just here because she likes the meeting? Yeah, she keeps saying, like, for fun and for free. She, like, won't. I'm like, yo, I like literally asked her at dinner, like, will you run the women's house? It's opening next month. And she was just like, I don't think 
she was just like, I don't think she wants to work in recovery. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I still need a girl though that can be like in charge of that house. You know, that's not like got four months sober. In one month you're opening another house? I mean, in a month we're going to have my, that old, that other house. And we were thinking of making it a female house. Why don't you wait a little while and have like a, a resident who graduates or something do it? Because the residents are moving out in a month. And there is a buzz. You hear it? They're moving it's... out. It's... Shh. Shh, 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 shh. Oh, it's the fridge. It's, it's... it's the fridge. Wait, Oh, yeah. It's the fridge. No, it's the... No, it's the wa- Arrowhead water machine. Um, I got really good ears, bro. Yeah, it's good. Um, you're bu- what? Said so you're a producer. Yeah, so I'm I'm good at listening to stuff. Um, go pat at your birthday. No, it's not my birthday. Um, so yeah, see see if see if you can read the comments. Uh, if there's anyone who asks a question that, that, that seems like a cool question, you know? So this is a respected friend of Michaelis. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought you went through the book with her, but she said you've just known her for a while. Yeah, I've never gone through the book with her, which is awesome. Which what? But she is a book person, though. Yeah, dude, she's like an everything person and like recovery. Like she's really, yeah, so far I've, I've really liked everything that she said. And she got to, dude, she got to see and hear something really amazing that happened with Johnny today. Did you watch the video I sent you with Johnny? I saw the videos. There was two videos you sent in the group chat of him like complaining about words, which was a great thing. No, but did you like watch the videos? Yeah, yeah, I watched the videos. Those, you don't like, ah, man, why do I think he's so like incredibly, he's just funny to me sometimes. Like, did you see where he was talking about? No, it's like art. It's like, it's like a little conscious, like they, they think that we're in this like palace, but really we're like, you didn't think that was like really funny? I thought the funniest part was like you hiding your head and your shirt, like laughing, like while he's like fucking begging you, <laughs> like in pain. I mean, it's hilarious. The well, whole it, thing was really well. It was funny fun. because well, it's just because of how he. Yeah, it's hard because I know he's like struggling and going through it, but like the way he expresses that is like really funny because of the, the the words he chooses to use he's a great storyteller for sure yeah um he's really good somebody just said i may know someone for the girl spot oh well wow tell him to message me will you talk yeah sorry um well, forward oh there we go um <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's really hard for me not to laugh. And I'm I'm sure that you, you're basically what you're saying is that's not a good thing. No, it's cool. I mean, you should bring levity to the situation because in the grand scheme of things, it's not that serious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why I'm laughing because it's so serious to him. And, 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 and the, 
he believes these he, like he literally believes that like Madison's like out to get him and he believes that like he the first thing <laughs> the first thing he said to me yesterday when he pulled me away was like bro like there it's like turning into like a Ukrainian prison camp like they're they're like normal strikes are okay but they're giving me like Ukrainian prison strikes for little things and he like has this whole language of describing what we're doing but like I don't know. Yeah, Johnny. So he, he like if you're on reflections, right? And you can't speak to anybody and all you can do is write and explore. I don't understand how is he racking up so many more well, reflections. Like, okay, so dude, like today he went and took a nap in the bathroom. In the bathroom what? on the floor with a pillow. But that so like he's basically just saying fuck it. So well, well no, but back. like but this is the crazy thing is JC got to witness this like at dinner, he was like, like arguing it. So that's a lying strike and a taking a nap. I mean, he kind of got, yeah, he's buried today. He fucked up. Did he get, did that, did Woody, did anyone what? even say what that he got honest about that? Mm-hmm. So, so, but then during the sermon on the Mount meeting, he shared and he's like, he got honest. He's like, I didn't sleep in the tub, but I slept on the bathroom and everyone like clapped because he got honest. Oh, you want to taste it? Yeah. Here. So wait, you guys in a tub. Finish it. And- For real? Yeah. And the no. meeting, he said he he didn't sleep in the tub. He slept in the bathroom. Yeah, but he just denied having taken a nap altogether and and made up a story about you know dusting off his pillow or. Um, I love. He's such a funny dude. I know he's insane. He's so, ah, uh, he's so, uh, I'm scared. I'm scared. I love him too much. So much that I would do anything to keep him here. That's what I'm scared of. Yeah, I get that. You just can't sell out integrity to keep him here. You know? And you have to like give him the best chance that he can have when he leaves, which means the tools and ensuring that he like practices them. Yeah. Oh, they can't hear Michaelis. The TikTok can't. I mean, yeah, dude, nobody can hear anybody. This is a joke. We got to figure this out. And but the it, phone it's... just died. Oh, did it really? Here. This is crazy, bro. That's why I said switch to yours. Well, let's just go on Zoom. Okay. Right? And then and then and then I don't know if these people can hear how can we get them to hear dude, I know how. Just so, get a little Yeti and put it right next to the fucking zoom. Word. Sorry guys, we're just trying to like figure this out. Um So yeah, c- could you believe that, Billy? That Johnny took a nap in the bathroom today. Yeah. Dude, fucking Johnny. Like, what happened tonight at the meeting? If he's gonna hang out and stay so. Wait, 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 wait. What? What happened at the meeting? Oh my god. So now you're you're on this mic? Oh, I had to switch because that one buzzes. Wait, what? Johnny, 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 Johnny. Can you hear me? Mm hmm. 
Um, he's gonna have to go through some real shit because he's been he's like low bottom hardcore, lots of trauma, drug addict. I mean, we all they all are right, but like what he went through tonight, admitting that at the meeting, like he's gonna have to deal, he's gonna have to wrestle with some demons. I mean, I I, I don't know if he's. Well, who knows if he's going to make it or stay or whatever, but fuck. That boy has, he's got a journey. He's got a, like I said, there's demons. He's going to have to fight demons. I know. He's got a lot. So, 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 so how is, how is he going to see Michaelis? Oh, Billy can sit here. Yeah. And I can run the cam link into the recording. So Billy, will you sit over here? Are you cool with that? Uh, yeah, I don't care, really. Where I sit. Um, all right, guys, we're talking to both my sponsors. Right now, we're talking about Johnny, who's got. He relapsed a few times in the house. Can you stop that session? Who's just. You guys, this guy is. Dude, props to Caleb. He's like figuring this no, shit out. I, if it works, I'm going to actually oh, pat him on the back. Oh, no. Caleb's, <laughs> Caleb's the man, dude. Um, that's why Caleb got to stay here for, for basically free for a while. So I'm here. Thanks. Uh, so we're calling Michaelis. He lives in Bali. He was my sponsor before he was my sponsor. And whoa. And um, he is an incredible dude. And we're gonna get into something deep and spiritual. We're really? going to get into something deep and meaningful. All right, if you say so. Look at that. I can see myself. That's kind of cool. But, yeah, and you. Oh, what? Oh, it's just one angle. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, so that's what Michaelis is going to see. Yeah. Okay, so if you want to look at Michaelis, you look at him right there. And then should, 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 should these guys, what can they see? Oh, they can just see me. Yep, if you want to point him towards Michaelis, they'll be able to see Michaelis. But if I put the phone here, then they'll be able to hear the speaker from the, from there. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, but then the fucking up. speaker's going to feedback. Fuck. What? You don't have to lie. No, there's impedance. What? There's impedance control. So once I plug that in, it's not going to feedback like that. Okay. I, I don't really understand what you mean. Okay, what's uh, Michaelis's email? You want to know what his email is? Yeah. Just text me the link. Uh, um, oh, well, when do you want me to start recording? Uh, it's recording off of here. Oh, and you're going to add that to this? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, sorry, guys. We're just trying to figure out how to do this. But I don't really know. What's your number, Pat? Eight one eight. Okay. Nine six eight. Okay. Four. Oh. Nine eight seven. My bad. I didn't even think about the live. But I'm just curious. Um, Caleb, I'm just curious how 
Are we going to hear him in the headphones? Yep. Really? Oh, so they're not going to, the, the, the people on TikTok won't hear him. They will. It's going to come out the speakers too. Okay, but then it's, <laughs> this is like really complicated. Blowing your mind, man. Well, because like I'm just trying to think about. Okay, so then, 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 then these these mics are gonna pick up that. There's impedance control. It's not gonna feedback. Impedance control. Yeah, but they're still gonna pick up the audio. It's just like having. I just texted you the link. Will you forward it to Michaela's? It didn't like show up as a link, weirdly. I didn't even know he has time to talk. It's assume that he's going to. I know. Michaelis is amazing. So Michaelis is like, he talks to people in the house for hours. He helps us with so many issues. Like this, Michaelis is like the guy behind that, that nobody knows mm. that lives in Bali that has 26 years sober that's been my sponsor for like 10 years like before I even met Billy like the Wizard of Oz he's the guy behind the, the it's trip. like not showing up as a link though which is Quick weird coffee um, and so we're about to call Michaelis and have him be on this. <sighs> so what do you want to ask him? Probably things that don't have a whole lot to do with AA and sobriety. Let's do that. Okay. Please. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh yeah. You don't mind? So um, I have this question in my head right now, which is one of these philosophical questions, but uh, I'll go ahead and ask it. There we go. Um, all right. So Ooh, recording <laughs> progress. Gonna start this video. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh, right now. oh, cool. So that's all we all we need to see is him. And then he can see us. What if you just put this back here? What's up, bro? It's everybody. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if you want to look at Michaelis, it'll be through that camera. But don't um, look at me. Turn away. <laughs> um, and then, if you guys want to see, I kind of just gave them, like, uh, you know, who's Michaelis, you know, a little rundown. So, this is Michaelis, guys. Um, What's up, guys? So, Billy wanted to ask you, uh, some stuff that didn't really have anything to do with AA, which might be kind of refreshing. So here's, here's one thing I find a little, here's an observation. So Pat just calls you, goes through all this trouble to link and all this other junk, right? Like just assume that you're going to take the time to sit here and talk to him. Well, no, I just asked him if he could talk for a bit. And he oh, said, he sure. Said yes. <laughs> but yeah, if, if, if he had said, oh, I have a book study in five minutes, I wouldn't have, we wouldn't uh, okay. have, but, 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 okay. but, but, but me, and, me and Caleb have been trying to figure out a way to do this so that we can talk to other people, 
not just Michaelis. Like we have, I have people I want to talk to on TikTok. This Machine Dorito guy I want to talk to. This other guy who hit me up. This and just whoever. Like if we ever want to do podcasts or have conversations with other people that are. Um, this is crazy. Not but here. You solved it. You solved it I mean, dude, Caleb is just. Do you see this guy in the background? So you can like hear us well, right? Yeah, you guys are killing it. Well, Caleb's we, killing we it. Plug but that into the he has a lot of but here, here, here's the problem. You can't hear there. him. Take your headphones off. I mean, I, we can. I can set the output through the, the interface, but... Um, what, Billy? <laughs> Wait, Billy. Like, I feel like you're talking about geckos. No, we, yeah. we, we, we can hear ourselves and we can hear Michaelis on the computer, but we can't hear him in our headphones. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. That's the next. No, no, I'm wondering about geckos, you know? Yeah, you have geckos in your house? Can you hear Honey, huh? I can, I, yeah, I have plenty of geckos in the house. Tokay geckos or house geckos or what kind of? We have both. We've got two Tokay geckos um, that are really big. And then we have uh, like smaller geckos. We have a monitor lizard as well that lives like by our pool area. Ooh, a monitor. Those are pretty big, right? Or they can't. Yeah, they're. No, he's really big. And then we have like uh, we call them smoothbacks, but we don't know what they are. They're kind of dope. They look kind of like lizardy salamanders. They're they're really cool. Wow. So monitor's kind of a real predator, right? Yeah, totally. And all kinds of. Does it ever come and try to bite you? No, it doesn't try to bite me ever. But he's funny. He runs really funny too. They're they're really cute actually. I got bit by a toko gecko though. Yeah. I was trying to help it though. My dogs were trying to attack it, and like I grabbed it, and it like got onto my finger. I have a video of it. It's actually really funny. We spent a long time trying to get it off my finger, but like their jaws lock. They just stay there. Yeah, it's awesome. It was pretty cool. Like a little pit bull lizard. Yeah, totally. They're really awesome. But the cool thing about the toko lizard is they like go, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, um, wait, what yeah you guys hear it. They go like, like but uh, the uh, they say in like you know, the sort of mysticism around it is that when you speak the truth, that's when they start making that sound. It's really, uh, it's really cool. Well, and that's like happened during like some of our house meetings. Yeah, I know. Like I'll hear this weird note. I mean, it's, it's, you know. Can oh, you- you've heard the lizards in his house? Yeah. Well, we hear him all the time because he's, he's on Zoom for hours during on Thursday night when we have our meetings okay. with the whole house. Michaelis is on. Oh, so they just do it randomly. Can you hear? Well, maybe it's random. Maybe it's not. Yeah. Hi. Or maybe it's the mistress. Yeah, mystic we can hear us. Or, okay. We can't hear him. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, that's so cool. I love those things. When I was a kid, I was so kind of obsessed with Tokay geckos, all kinds of geckos, really. Yeah, they're really cool. Apparently, they're very expensive too, but it just came with the house. Like, he lives here. He takes like a giant shit in the same place on our floor like every day. It's amazing. Well, it's really good. He's making that many poops. Yeah, he's catching like these giant, he eats these like giant wasp things. 
And the poop, you can actually see the wasp in it. It's really crazy. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, we'll, we'll answer some questions, but first, like, this is way out there. Do you really want to hear it? Okay, so. <laughs> So there's this theory, right? This philosophy, maybe, that every civilization, advanced civilization, uh, well, let's just take ours, right? In the last 200 years, we basically went from not much to like what we're doing here, this digital and, you know, nuclear power, all this stuff. But in the grand scheme of things, it was like immediate. It was almost like overnight. But so... The theory is that maybe there's been many civilizations like this and they get to a certain level of advancement and they wipe themselves out and they never make it past that level of, advance, of advancement. Um, and maybe this is happening on other planets. Maybe it's happened many times on earth. You know, there was a show, have you ever seen Battlestar Galactica? Uh, when I was a kid. Yeah, anyway, so... Um, yeah, we we, we, just, we we tried to watch that show again, and it just wasn't it. Yeah, but it is. If you're into it, it's it, because it gets into that heavy shit. Right. Yeah. We, like, tried to watch it. What? We, like, tried to watch, like... I don't know why I couldn't get into it either. Oh, like, the second time, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, because it's, like, outdated. Like, it was dope back then, but now it's, like... Um, so that's my way out thing, but it seems like your guys were going in a good direction. What, what, what did you just ask him about? Something. Um, what, you mean like before the... Yeah, before that. Before we lost him the first time? No. We were talking no. about Johnny? He said I had a question, but you are already like moving in a direction before I asked that or gave that little um, idea. Well, I mean, I, I just think it's cool. And I'm, I don't know why, bro, but I'm always like, I feel like I'm always like, like I respect Michaela so much that I don't, I'm like scared. I, I'm not as comfortable like filming you and like, and like, uh, like uh, looping you into the, the whole thing that we're doing from a social media standpoint, I don't know why. I'm just like, I want to like respect you and not like, because I, because Jason has told me like, but like Jason's over it now too. But like, I think he sort of scarred me a little bit because he's like, well, don't post that yet. Like he's like very careful and strategic about like who he stands next to. And like right now, if you're standing next to me, like you're going to catch some ricochet from some of the haters. Oh, oh yeah. So, so I, I'm like afraid to like bring him into that. You need to sign a waiver before <laughs> engaging. Hey, Michaela, can you talk real quick? Hey, what? Can I talk? Oh, you hear me? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can hear Michaela's? Yeah. Oh, you can? Yeah, I've been on the left for a No, minute. no, no, but I can't hear. I can't hear him now. So is I guess uh, are you asking if it's, if it's cool if we just talk about whatever? Well, yeah, but no, but hold on, I can't do you Should care? Hear him now. Michaela's talk. Hi. Oh. Can you hear him on the? So how do you? So how do you feel about that? Is the question. Well, I lost my visual. I feel pretty bummed about yeah, that. Yeah, he lost his visual. I see a green G. Yeah, but dude, like, dude, you guys, 
Caleb is fucking doing it right now. I mean, like he's so now we can officially wait, but I don't know if I can hear him in my headphones though. You won't be able to hear him. I have well, still, but they can hear him loud and clear on the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Well, oh wow. Okay, you guys are. I don't does, think this has ever been done before. Does the other puppy sleep with you too? No, I can't have the best of both worlds. Oh, so so so, how do you feel? I think I already know the answer to this question. He doesn't give a shit, but I just need to hear you say it again. Two part answer. I mean, okay. how I feel about like being looped in. I'm one of those people. It's kind of like what you see is what you get. So I don't ever expect myself to say anything that I wouldn't say publicly anyway. And then in terms of like being close to you, I don't believe that anyone is a reflection of me. You know what I mean? In that way. So I am who I am. Yeah. Yeah. So you're fine with me posting. So if some crazy person spends a thousand hours trying to dig up dirt on you and and making you look ugly on social media, that's not going to bother you? No, I don't care. If you read my book, when it comes out, I put all the dirt in there. So mm. um, I don't care. Yeah, but it's they spin it, they spin no, it but it's in so, weird directions. It's, no, yeah, because that's the thing is it's crazy. It's not like, like the truth. No, it's like I could literally say that I've done this, but then like when they it's they're actually not even spinning it. It's just that when people read it from someone else's page, there's like a neg- I mean, you 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 saw what they wrote. Um, yeah. Yeah, you sent me some stuff. Remember, you're like, you you were looking at it and you were like, oh, they're just like spinning it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? And it it sounds bad when they say it, but really the truth is like, yeah, like Blue did drink a bottle of ape juice. Like, like, how is that a reflection on us? Like people do crazy shit. I don't don't really have a problem with anything they said, except for when they make you know, they say that we're doing illegal shady. They're like, they're like drawing conclusions. Yeah. But they're making it look like he's a captive here and he's trying to kill himself to escape or something. Right. Really. So did you, you know, the sheriff came, right? Uh, I read about that, but, or yeah. I saw that somewhere, but I don't know the details of why it's actually getting kind of funny at this point. Like the sheriff was like, yeah, they were like, we were, they were kind of like laughing. Um, you know, Woody was like, looked over at blue was like, you know, are you, do you want to be here? And he's like, yeah. And the sheriff was like, are you okay? And he was like, yeah. And then, you know, Woody was like, you know, we get, we have these people on the internet and, and the cop was like, yeah, TikTok, right? Like the sheriff like knew about all of it. And, so I'm hoping that like all the, you know, the state and the county and the sheriff, I'm hoping that all these people will do their own research and, and, and come to the conclusion that most people have came to, which is that everything we're doing here is chill is like, I'm so, I'm super proud of what we're doing here. Like super proud. Yeah. And along the lines of what I've been saying to you is that, as long as everything is in line with integrity that you're doing, it doesn't matter what people's perception around you are. You know that you're doing right. And that's all that matters. You know? Yeah. 
uh, 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 Caleb, the blue light's not on anymore on the Yeti. It's not running through the Yeti. Oh. It's running through the sound card. So, Michaelis, you have a book. Is it completely finished? Or are you still still editing or whatever? Um, right now, we're in the process of the layout part. So, the line editing is done. And now we're just... Oh, you can't hear me? chapters and all that kind of stuff so so did you write most of it or did you have a ghostwriter or how how did you do this i wrote all of it oh cool i even wrote all the edits <laughs> oh yeah nice i want was... yeah it needs to be my voice not somebody else's so and i don't think anyone would be able to convey the message that i wanted to convey especially since they haven't experienced it the way i have you know yeah so, so yeah, it, that's me. That's one of those real yeah, those kind of life things that a lot of us think about doing, but you actually did it. That's pretty cool. It's funny. My editor like said the exact same thing. You know, it was really cool. She like paid me some amazing compliment, which like I don't know. Every time I read it, it like makes me cry. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, wow. that's that's what you posted on your. Um... Are you ever coming to Los Angeles? Some point. Some point. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's what he... Okay, so now here's what I did. Is that where you came? Is that where you moved from? You moved from here to Bali? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, uh, yeah. what part of Los Angeles? I was living in West Hollywood the last time I was out there, but I've kind of moved around Hollywood, West Hollywood, even oh. Venice. Am I louder than Michaelis? Um, but so I, I, so I just turned us down though a little bit. The old Michaelis was a DJ. You were a DJ or you still are, or is that a, uh, I've set aside DJing for now, but yeah, I, I basically retired DJing January of this year. Oh, that was the yeah. final, that was like official. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just really I felt like it wasn't aligned with my purpose and I've been doing it since 97. So I've accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish with it. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to help people, you know, for a full-time job. (laughs) I didn't do anything. Hmm. Yeah. Helping people for a full-time. How do you do that? Well, I mean, I'm starting by writing this book. Cause like, you know, the thing is, is that I like take everyone through the big book, but I don't make money from that. That's all free. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think of like, how am I going to, how am I going to do that? I don't want to be like a sober companion or a sober coach. Cause I feel like those are just sort of in a lot of ways, glorified babysitting jobs. What know, about life are... coach though? <laughs> um, Cause there are, there are usually people who are motivated and they just want to go further. Right. They're not like, uh, Sounds like a babysitting situation. My therapist yeah. talked to me about this. That's why I'm just bringing it up. I'm like, how can I bypass the next eight years of school to become a therapist? And she's like, well, what about life coach? I'm like, oh, maybe, you know. I've thought about it. People have suggested you know I mean? to like, be a life coach. Um, but I wanted to like create my own platform, basically, and my own like idea of a path for people. So it's like, specific you know um and i also like i don't really want to set myself up to be like the guru 
you know, I'd like people to sort of heal through the process that we get to heal from through, you know, our experience with the book. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, you know, people get stuck in a guru position, but I don't think gurus even really want to be gurus. They just have some wisdom and people, whatever their personality is, helps people to uh find the way or you know but but yeah i hear you i hear what you're saying so you have some plans for this you have some templates and layouts and or just the book so far i mean the book is so far and then um and yeah then we'll see what happens i mean i feel like i'm gonna have to like teach the book and teach people basically how to teach the book so they can start teaching it to other people bro so it's, it's not it's, an it's, autobiography it's sort of a uh no it's a workbook it's a big oh. book literally for non-addicts and non-alcoholics remember we had that long conversation about what makes an alcoholic and what makes an addict yes and you were talking about all these other like behavioral addictions i was saying yes. no it's just a spiritual malady like this is basically treating the spiritual malady Oh, and you're using your experience, but it's, oh, this is interesting. I just figured it was like an autobiography type thing with lessons no, within it, but it's more like silly. lessons with a little autobiography sprinkled in kind of thing. Bro, it's like literally like a way for normal people to like do kind of what we do. Oh, no, exactly what we do. Right. Exactly. They, I love like, that you just like, said that. So, you know, so like how do you story? solve the... Huh? Sorry, you know how Bill's stories in the big book? Yeah. Like as a chapter? Yeah. So like one of the assignments that I got with Bill's story was to basically like, first of all, underline any word I don't understand and define it and then highlight yeah. any sentence in it uh, that I relate to. Then copy yeah. that sentence in another notebook and then list every single personal experience that I have that relates to that sentence, right? Oh, and then read it to somebody. I want it to be so better. my story is a chapter in my book too, where you have that exact same exercise because you want to seek out that powerlessness and you want to seek out that unmanageability and personalize it to yourself. So I wanted everyone to be able to have that experience and the humility to share it with another human being. So that like authenticity and intimacy of connection of everyone really seeing that we're all in the same boat, even though some of our defects manifest themselves in different ways, like we're all connected. So it's a healing process and it's a process of lifting, you know, the delusion of, you know, basically I'm different. Mm-hmm. So that's an aspect of the book. And then, you know, there's a whole, there's all kinds of different concepts and writing and uh, discussion exercises in it. There's an inventory in it. There's an amends process. There's, and then the whole thing is also based on you passing it on to other people as you're going through it as well. So it's the whole service aspect as well. So it's a deal. Huh? It's a whole deal. Yeah. And my first thought is though, but I guess I've already answered that in my question is, how do you solve the desperation problem? You know, like here we're, we're willing to go to those incredible lengths that we need to, to stay sober and live peacefully. But if you're not driven to hell in a handbasket by alcoholism, 
what's going to give you the motivation to go to those great lengths to improve who you are, you know, and see those defects about yourself. I'm going to have to argue that because like Pat's got a house full of people who haven't spent any time passing on the big book with all the desperation that they have, knowing that they are fucked if they don't. So I don't even know that alcoholism brings upon that kind of desperation. So I think there's a lot of people in a lot of pain in this world. And I think there's a lot of people who don't know that there's a solution for them. I think a lot of people don't even really know what the problem actually is. And I hope that through this book, they'll identify that. And there's also just a bunch of principles and ideas to live by, you know, that are written in there that I think will resonate with a bunch of people that will inspire them to read on and maybe, you know, uh, actually commit to the process i think a lot of people in the beginning will just read the book because of that stuff then putting the book into practice will be yeah the test of willingness yeah well i mean it's just tough to to see that you or i am the person the you know i'm the bad guy I'm the bad guy in this story and only I can fix anything, but I have to realize that I'm the bad guy first. Right. So, and you can argue that too. I'd like you to, if you want to, but I mean, it's, it's uh, selfishness and self-centeredness at the root of our trouble. And then what is it? Every meeting they read it where no one wants to admit that we're complete defeat, it, powerless, but that we have these character defects. I forgot how they say it. Uh, emotionally, mental defects. I don't even know, but it's chapter five, right? Um, anyway, it's hard to see all this stuff, but uh, cool. I mean, when your book's out, I'm going to have to check it out. Cool, man. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited uh, about it. But, but, but what is it in chapter five that he's referring to? Oh, the specific line? Oh, he said, said, uh, nobody wants to admit personal powerlessness and just, yeah, just go upstairs and I can't, I was, uh, I was kind of along the lines of what Pat was talking about with the complete defeat part, but, um, yeah, dude, you, you have, oh, no, I, well, it'll be interesting because I guess it'll be your creativity to be able to bring someone to, to be able to look at complete defeat. Who wants to admit well, complete defeat? Totally. Back away. Part of that. Because it's just, it's hard for me to think that a normie, if whatever that is, would be able to look like I'm thinking of my stepmom. You know, she's a narcissist. She She's not going to, it's never her. It's always someone else. She's a victim. And a lot of people on some yeah, level, like, like, some like, degree. Yeah, are, like are, what, why would she ever read this book? Well, she might read it, but I just, it's just that I want to try to say is how do you give them the kick in the ass to really go for it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Logic. I bring logic to the table. You know what I mean? Like the solution itself of helping others is a logical solution. Yeah. And also there's a lot of people reading Jordan Peterson's books and Walt Goggins books. I mean, there's a lot of people reading these books and a book titled um, 
spiritual revolution and precise path to your personal peace. What's the title? That's it. <laughs> like, I mean, you're going to, you, you might want to read that. Yeah. Uh, spiritual precise, revolution, like precise a part. precise path to, to personal peace. Like everyone wants personal. I mean, peace is really all we want. And I love that because like you have like the key to success in life and how to win and, and how to, be successful but really it's like can i just have some peace in my life mm. so i like how you titled that too and well and the other thing is is that so many of those other like i, I don't want to call them self-help books but whatever you want to call those books like they're awesome but when it comes down to it a lot of them are just like self-knowledge you know what i mean but it's not an actual practice. Yeah. It's all selfish. Yeah. It's, it's selfish. It's all selfish. And then the true, the only real way to, to be happy is to be selfless and to actually do some other shit for other people. Mm. So like when you buy this book, the main message in the book is take somebody else through this book. Yeah. <laughs> mm. that's what that's, that's like wild. that's yeah. also like a super good like sales strategy like every time you buy a book you have like a 50 percent chance of like mm. selling another book or mm -hmm. like getting somebody to like or else you're not actually doing what the book's telling you to do which is fucking great i mean that's what i mean that's funny let me ask you a question then that brings up a question for me that i think about sometimes service works right we all know service works why does it work a few reasons oh, can, um can i the first one well the first one is that like it gives us a purpose right and it gives us a purpose that's always readily available to us because there's always a moment or a person or something that you can be of service to in each breath right the other thing is is that like you know, people talk about peace or happiness being living in the moment. What better way to launch yourself in the moment than to have a purpose in each moment? You know, the other thing is, is that being of service without expectation of reciprocation really teaches us like a lack of codependency, which gives us freedom. Um, and then right, if you want right. you don't expect anything. So there goes the codependent part, right? Yeah, totally. You know, when you're of service, you give the universe the space it needs and the time it needs to fix your problems for you. Mm -hmm. So you become like less unmanageable because you're not managing everything, mm -hmm. which is a lot less stressful, which also gives you more energy to, you know, pursue the things that you want to pursue. The other thing is, is that if you believe in God, you know, or a version of God or whatever you want to call that thing. Um, which you get to make up too, which is also discussed in the book itself. Um, then it gives you an opportunity to connect to that thing, you know, through being of service. And when you connect to that, not just to connect to it, but access the power of it, you know? So, yeah. And it's not even conscious. It just works that way. Really? Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And it feels good when you do nice things for people without any expectation of reciprocation, it feels good. It does I've never feel me, bad. Yeah, not so much in the moment, but after I feel good. But, totally. Yeah. No, but not not only that. Though, I feel like when I'm going through the book with you, I feel good. Like when I'm doing it, or 
sort of feels like a chore to me, but I feel good after. Yeah. And then like, maybe I'm more self You know, the thing I get caught up on a lot, Michaelis, is like, am I doing it? right and I, I and and then i'm like waiting for for billy to like write his little notes and do his underlining and his highlighting because he does it very slowly and i'm like what am i supposed to say about this chapter about this paragraph and um what's the second part of the opening prayer right take away everything i think i know about this book and about this process right mm -hmm. so there's no like right or wrong way of going through the process you can't fuck up the book it's already written the way it's supposed to be written conveying the message it needs to be conveyed you know so we're just like, talking about to, it yeah totally you're talking about just, you're just discussing it underlining you're connecting. yeah yeah and you're like connecting. why you know what it's but can i just ask you why underline something from the big book of alcoholics anonymous as opposed to highlight it as opposed to circle <laughs> as opposed to underline and highlight which we do all three um i can give you three different reasons i can give you four different reasons one is i have no fucking idea <laughs> the second one is is an exercise in following direction hmm. the third one is is it's you know keeps it more of a textbook than a novel so you're not just breezing through it, you're actually pausing and the last one is is that it keeps you present in the moment because you're doing something you know right you're taking but, but, no but like what i'm asking is like what's the, difference? what's the difference yeah like what what is highlight representing which one's more important underline or highlight. highlight there is no more important it's all the same there's no answer to that question i don't know the answer right it doesn't really matter yeah. that much huh no. what i do find when we do that you do sit there very patiently and quietly which is against your nature really yeah so in a, it's a way it's making yeah. you do something that you don't normally do so that's kind of cool yeah and, and i you don't, I, you don't seem I, anxious I just feel like i'm doing something good and i feel like you're me and you are getting an opportunity to talk about our our, our disease and what does it mean and what does it look like and and how A started and you know what I get out of it? What? I feel like, fuck, I might actually have a template to help go through it. Like instead of me, I just talk, you know, I'm like, yeah. well, this is what happened and blah, blah. But this, I could be like, oh, okay, do this, do that, do this, do that, you know? And then if I want to add some stuff, I can, you know? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. But, but I, bro, like, I'm giving him like the, when I give it away, I'm giving him, I'm giving it away with like, note, like Michaelis, like, note. yeah, precision. Like, cause you're saying a bunch of stuff that, cause he did like a bunch of research, like what, that it was called the way out. Like that's not in the big book. The way out. That was the first name of the book. Oh, really? The way out. Oh. And then it was like a hundred men. And then it was like, comes to dawn, dawn, comes to dawn. And then it was fucking. So they actually changed it that many times. Yeah, actually, I wanted ideas. to get a clear, clear answer on. So, but this is, it, this is shit. He's, where did you find this information out? Um, I don't know. All different places. I've, I've researched all kinds of different books. So 
you don't remember where you found out that it was called a way the way out i can't remember what source that was from but that was taken yeah totally so that was already taken it's like what i did books like you know before i made the title for my book i like did research to see how many other books were titled that you know so that i don't like create confusion out there i got this question oh right 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 so look guys we're talking to michaela he's in bali um this is live but we're recording it it will be on the podcast that we put out it feels very jambalaya but cool yeah, it'll be this, like this will be a jambalaya everywhere. for sure. Well, we're we're now just back to Caleb's jambalaya. We're on t- the, the, there's people here just watching on TikTok. They're just watching me. They can't hear it. They can hear the speaker so, I got a question for you. So, you know, I'm definitely a drug addict, right? Yeah. Maybe I'm an alcoholic. But basically, cool. alcoholism isn't alcohol, but I I had to actually go to other programs. Cause I didn't think of myself as an alcoholic, mm. but I really belong in LA, LA. <laughs> I really belong in AA. And uh, that's where I ended up again. I finally decided, but I had to go through this whole process. I went to yeah, NA. That's what's great. That was what was great about Liberty house was they were like, dude, shut up fool. Stop identifying as an addict and this and that just, you're just an alcoholic. You're not special. I mean, that's what they kind of say at meetings, but like at Liberty House, they were like, dude, just stop, bro. You're a fucking alcoholic. But what if you didn't drink? I How didn't drink. Meaning? I didn't drink. <laughs> I didn't but really I was drink. able to get past this idea that I'm different or separate or like unique. I'm an alcoholic who has alcoholism. And if I was able to drink, I would. I would, I would abuse it just the same way I abused pills and I abused everything else. So yeah. it's not... And it's, I don't know. That's true, but sometimes it takes people a while to come to that conclusion. That not when you have 20 other people in a house. Well, yeah, yeah, but not everyone special has the privilege of being special. sober living. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing is like the other people in the house, they didn't really drink either. They did drugs. Same, same as me. And they're saying you identifying as something special or different is just you being special or different and you're not i hear you but i didn't go to uh sober living so i had to figure this out over years no, that's on just like one of the really awesome things that that um it teaches you yeah anyways i don't even know did i ask was that a question i'm not even sure but well yeah you you were talking about how it took you a while it's just like- a little bit weird that a mental illness is called alcoholism when it could be it's a little bit you have to jump over a hurdle if you're a drug well now we're getting really back into the the best topic the topic of the last year which i do want to talk about with michaelis because he helps me bring clarity to it alcoholism is you just said that it's a what it's a mental illness a mental illness but it's also a physical allergy. Yeah, but you're right. Why is it called alcoholism when the physical allergy is triggered from drugs? Well, alcohol is a drug if you really want to get technical. Right. It's the most widely used drug. I just on feel Earth. like, yeah, they're, 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 I feel like there could, it, this could use like some sort of updated 
because like it's not like alcohol has has so little to do with it nowadays you know it's more about the physical allergy to drugs and also the mental obsession uh to to, to anything that could be considered addictive right i mean we could really just revert back to when the book was written when they included drugs as a part of alcoholism like there was no difference i know but the word alcohol it confuses the listener it confuses it's like wait oh okay and 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 every single person that you tell that you talk to right anyone who comes in the house anyone who's new is like oh no, no 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 i'm not an alcoholic i just did drugs or fentanyl totally so it's really it's kind of like a confusing thing you know yeah i get it i mean it it doesn't have to be but i understand that it is confusing you know yeah. because people up on semantics but well I mean, it's not just semantics it's the word alcohol is referring to a liquid that's in beer and you know vodka and it's like that's a way to get drunk. So, and if you go to a meeting, they're going to say, are you an alcoholic? And you're going to be like, no, I'm a drug addict. And then they're going to be like, well, shut the fuck up then. Well, that's a whole other like dynamic. That's fucked up though. Wait, what do you mean? They're going to be like, shut the fuck up. Why would they say shut that's the what fuck they up? do? I mean, that's what they do at a meetings. Maybe not less and less because they, it's getting more relaxed, but they used to do that. They wouldn't say shut the fuck up, but they'd be like, are you an alcoholic? Well, you can't share if you're not an alcoholic. Totally. You'd be like, no, I'm a drug addict. But there's no difference. Alcoholic. To a lot of people in AA, there is a difference. And they're pure alcoholics. But that's what I'm trying to explain by saying that the disease of alcoholism. No, we understand. We understand that. Yeah. But why does that? (laughs) (laughs) Why what? You know how I finally, here's my personal story. You know how I finally decided I was an alcoholic. If I Mm. drink, I'm going to do drugs. So that makes me an alcoholic. And if I do drugs, I'm going to drink sometimes. And if I can't get my drug, I'm going to drink. So it's there. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it matters about the drinking. Well, I went to NA and MA and every other A except AA for a while. I mean, I mean, the drinking matters, but it's also the taking of the pills and the smoking of the weed. And and I'll even throw like uh, gambling in there, anything that can destroy your life. No. Well, what about spending all your money on hookers? Once you get to like behaviors, it becomes a different thing for me. Like when it comes to drugs and alcohol, it's one thing. Uh, because, you know, that shit will really kill you because of the physical allergy. But I found that like a lot of those other behaviors that people label as addiction behaviors, um, even though they're just, you know, um, instincts gone awry, uh, those can be treated through just like the spiritual, you know, treatment of the disease. okay okay um but if it's a behavior that is oh you're you're saying because you're not actually putting something in your body that's making you feel different you're you're doing a behavior 
that's making you feel you don't have the phenomena of craving because of the substance i mean i guess i guess like addiction would be a better term like i have the disease of addictionism like addictionism Addictionism. would you just say okay it would be a better word because then people (laughs) wouldn't get caught up on the alcohol part of it you know yeah because a lot of people are confused by that word alcohol it throws them off and i'm having to constantly explain to people that alcoholism is um yeah it's a it's a it's a mental obsession that makes me believe i can drink and use drugs like normal person like normally and control my drinking and using but the problem is is that the using part doesn't make sense with the word alcohol why um, because you drink alcohol, you don't use it. You can use it too. Yeah, you can use it, but like, but when you're saying <laughs> that's when saying talking, like you know, that doesn't apply to pills because you ingest pills, bro. So like, we can't talk about pills now. No, no. Or no, like, no. it doesn't it's, apply it's, to heroin that you shoot because you shoot heroin. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like a really. It's just more of the great divide. It's more argument. of the great yeah. divide. That's yeah. So, so check it out. More people like if more people read the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and understood like the inclusiveness of drug addiction, alcoholism, and how it was under the same umbrella when that book was written and people didn't view it differently, then we wouldn't even be having this conversation. And if you take a drug addict and you give them alcohol, how many drug addicts who have addiction, who have the physical allergy are able to just magically drink normally? Uh, but I'm just you, know, you, you understand you understand what I'm saying about alcohol right it gets confusing it is weird there's a lot what do they call them a Nazis or whatever that they still linger a bit but and I'm also afraid because of the traditions in Alcoholics Anonymous that maybe by whitewashing everything and including everything, I'm doing a disservice in the long run that I'm unable to see right now, you know, unintended Why? consequences. I don't know. I just don't know. You just never know because. And AA what tradition are you talking about? Um, what tradition am I? Okay. What anonymity as a spiritual foundation of all our principles what you see here stays here i don't think that's a tradition (laughs) you're you're like referring to the singleness of purpose right i'm mixing things up here tradition singleness of people usually like use the idea of singleness of purpose to exclude drug addicts from or drug addiction from alcoholism but that is not the singleness of purpose, right? Our primary purpose is to stay sober and help other alcoholics achieve sobriety. Now in the book, alcoholism and drug addiction are the same. In fact, even the doctor's opinion, they describe it as drug and alcoholic addiction. That's mm. how they describe it in that opinion, right? Really? So, in the doctor's opinion. Okay. So check it out. Like just what happened with the Oxford groups and why AA got started, basically 
the Oxford groups were not super stoked about this group of drunks, like tarnishing the perception, the public perception of the Oxford group. Right. Uh And the same thing happened to Alcoholics Anonymous with the drug addicts. There were certain alcoholics, not all of them, but some that were afraid that the drug addicts, their recidivism rate or relapse rate was higher than an alcoholic recidivism rate, which Uh meant that the program would look like it was, you know, not working for a greater amount of people if they involved more drug addicts because the drug addicts were hard cases because they went to deeper depths, right? Dude, so you had that going on. So and what's that's up? Ama- that's amazing because that's why sober livings need like the the, the the way that the structure started was trying to get like heroin addicts clean because it was a lot harder to get a heroin addict to stop using heroin than it was to get a so why does everyone drinking. have the same voice i don't sound anything drinking. like these guys what that's how i'm reading the comment on here okay we're talking to michaelis my other sponsor this is his tiktok all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna give you your first tiktok shout out you ready samaras michaelis are you talking to me yeah bro well, I he was on a roll he was though. on a roll man wait oh, it gets- okay here let's get to your point what's your point yeah, he was on a roll. He was explaining something. I know. So now check he it forgot. Out. Now he forgot. No, I didn't forget. Okay. I didn't forget. Don't worry. So, okay, that happens, right? Sure. Where, like, so NA branches off because now addicts are not feeling welcome in Alcoholics Anonymous means because there's some alcoholics in the means they're turning up their noses because they don't want to look fucking dirty, right? Then, not so far long after that, so I think NA Dude, got I just had a thought. Week. It's like classism or racism within yeah, AA. Totally. Which is fucked because it's the absolute opposite of what the program is. So you know that people are already veering from what the program of Alcoholics Anonymous because they're talking about all inclusive and never excluding, right? In the book. Yeah. Which is what the program should be. So they're already Dude, fucking up. So then, tolerant. Yeah. Or I don't know worse. what you want to call it tolerance or accepting or inclusive. But here's That's the problem, bro. I only have you're a, not in the mic, Pat. Well, well, here this is the problem is I only have a minute on TikTok. So I, I just give a shit. Hold on. I want to I want to have this conversation real quickly though. Okay, right? finish, yeah, yeah, yeah. finish, finish. So it gets yeah. better, right? Okay. So now NA like develops. I think NA got developed in in the early 50s, 52 or 53 or 54. I can't remember, but I didn't it know happens, it was that right? old. Yeah, yeah totally. Okay. I, I didn't know it was that old either. And then Bill Wilson. Now, a lot of people are going to argue this, like he experimented with LSD. Yes, it was under a doctor's care, but it's a mood or mind altering substance in hopes of finding a way to have a spiritual experience, Mm -hmm. which means that like he probably wasn't having the spiritual experience that we get from being of service because his pride and ego and womanizing all shit was tied up in his life at that time. Right. Hmm. So the year after he relapses i'm gonna say it because that's what happened he gets up from a podium and that's when he gives that singleness of purpose statement about we talk about alcohol at alcoholics anonymous now do i believe that this all came from bill wilson in his mind and like his evil cover-up to like basically distract people from his relapse no i think there are definitely people behind him that you know were just worried about the perception, the public perception of alcoholics and anonymous to other people having the, uh, you know, one of the founders of Alcoholics Anonymous and one of the more outspoken founders looking like he relapsed. 
you know, and that's why you have those people who were around in the you wait, know, wait a minute. Are you calling the LSD a relapse or did he have a drink also? I'm calling the LSD a relapse. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. So now you have all these people, you know, who got sober in the sixties and seventies who were like really hearing that message. Cause it was a strong message of like, you know, alcoholics, need to be talking in Alcoholics Anonymous meetings and not addicts, right? And they are the old timers that we grew up with shoving that message down our throats. But all that message is not the original message of AA that's in the book, which is all inclusive, you know, which in the description on page 23 of what a real or true alcoholic is describes someone who's using drugs, sedatives and morphine, Mm -hmm. you know, but somehow that all got forgotten. So that's why shit got fucked up. Mm. Human nature intervened. Totally. So this is why I spend so much time teaching the big book, because like, I want people to know that it's inclusive. I want people to not tell newcomers sharing about drugs from the podium to sit down and shut up because they're not alcoholic. Like Mm -hmm. everyone should be included in a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Lost the video. Oh. So so Michaelis, here here's what here's what you gotta do. Um I gotta do something. I'm gonna tr- see the problem, the thing about TikTok, I wanna start. I mean, you gotta do a couple little posts maybe just because like um I, I would like to start trying to help you build or at least start sending people to your page, but you gotta have a couple little things up there. I was going to ask you like for a TikTok tutorial. Well, I mean, I, I literally don't even know, like, like the fact that you just told me they need to be a minute long video. Like, I didn't know that. Like, I yeah, really don't. So, like so you're, you're, you want to try to keep your post to like 30 seconds to a minute. Damn. I, I, I know. Well, well, actually they just allowed three minutes. So you can do up those to, are hard to watch though because once you're yeah no like so look if you want to grow you need to do shorter videos so all right cool I would start by maybe just you know hey I'm Michaelis this is my house in Bali this is my dog you know do one like that maybe do one I'm sober uh, this do one with the lizard please well mm-hmm. I mean no but no but no but really really what I think what you want to start doing is just you know doing little twenty to thirty second videos. I mean, they can be up to a minute. A lot of my videos in the beginning were a minute long and I was cutting out the gaps because I had a lot I wanted to say, but, but they do better when they're shorter. So question, what, what? do you record the video first, edit it and then post to TikTok or do you just record it in TikTok? Oh, I always record it in my, in my camera. Okay. And then I upload it. So, okay. so I would just, you know, Hey, I'm Michaelis. Um, you know, I, I would, you know just make start you make a fucking video just talking about your your how long you've been sober you just finished a book you 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 know you dedicated your life to you know being of service because it helps you i mean you have a lot i'm sure you can say you know what i mean like so i I would start posting like little videos like that and and you know hashtag you know sober recovery uh, recovery is possible is a good one and when, when you type in the hashtag it'll be if you type in if you if you do the hashtag and you write recovery it different options will come up like okay. recovery is possible whatever and then um 
and then and then I have because I just you know I have this I was gonna post something about this but um I'm gonna wait till you have a couple posts up I mean bro like the stuff that you've the posts that you've done on Instagram and some of the posts that you've done on Facebook are, are really really amazing um the problem is I think the five problem, minutes yeah the problem <laughs> the problem you're gonna have is is trying to do shorter videos yeah of course but okay um i just would not overthink it um you could even do part one part two part three um i did that a lot in the beginning um but i think there is an audience for longer videos and you might actually be able to do three minute videos right away i thought that that was something that came later once you had a certain amount of followers but yeah i'm excited um but yeah i don't want to start sending people to your page before you have any content on it yeah it'd be weird it's just an empty page yeah but I mean, <laughs> who's this guy yeah i i really can't wait though um yeah i mean like you know like the first video that, you know, I just was in my car and I was like, hi, I'm Pat. I've been sober 15 years and, you know, I have a disease that centers in my mind. And um, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I just said something honest about my sobriety and my struggle. And uh, it just like, caught bro it got like a lot of and even just I, I i don't know have you seen woody's come say hi bro what's up hey bro how, <laughs> how are you um hey man how you doing here i gotta take a week yeah sam just right. sam co-hosts a sermon on the mount meeting with Ooh. billy and um He's great. So yeah, you, you'll get the hang of it. And you can call me if you have any questions. I, I should send you the one. Woody's been starting to get the hang of it. And it's been really cool. He he did one that I'll send you about um you know, you know, not having, you know, success or a college degree or not having anything um see. And also Sam here has been trying to get the hang of it. The structure? TikTok. Oh, yeah. It's a whole different conversation. But yeah, I'm... Well, but that's the conversation that we're starting to have a little bit. No, I get it. I mean, I just... Uh, I really struggle with, like, waiting for a moment that I think is worthy of me having something to do. Like, as opposed to just being conversational, I want to have some kind of wrapped up in a neat little bow point to make. Um... And as a result, I just end up never, like I post something once every couple of weeks. Um, but uh, I think it's a good exercise in overcoming perfectionism, to be honest, apart from helping us. Um, but I haven't gotten there yet. Dude, okay, check this out, bro. Fucking, I'm so proud of Woody. It took him a while to get here, but check this video out. He, he dude, this video has 18,000 likes, which means it got, um, yeah. It's got a couple hundred thousand views, right? Dude, 
170,000 views. I'm so proud of him. And I'm so glad that it was this video that, 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 that did its thing. So like, watch. 30 years old, got no kids, no girlfriend, no 401k, just a couple felonies. Guess what? Oh. But though, I'm not supposed to fucking be here. I'm on borrowed time. So if people try to get on your case and tell you you're not successful because your version of success doesn't add up to what society's standards of success is, then fuck them. Guess what? I never got inner peace worrying about what society thought of me. I never got happiness by living my life the way you wanted me to live my life. Honestly, people telling me what to do has only gave me anxiety. So when people tell you you're not successful and you're not doing the right thing, even though you're doing what makes you happy, then who are you really living your life for? 30 years old, got no kids, no girlfriend. I, I, I don't really... Um, not really sure what he said there, but did you, did I you am. get that? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm so, I was just like focusing on like where to put the phone so he could see it. Like, <laughs> the camera's over there. I didn't know where but he was I, in here. I think it speaks to the point about the thing. The, the fact is what blows up on TikTok is real. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, a lot of different things blow up. Hot chicks pranks dances okay, when you look like us real and true blows up. well that's like that's our lane our lane is and what i found and what i'm also really good at which is why i, I was able to grow so fast was yeah honest real but like vulnerable like and if you feel like you're saying something that's a little bit uncomfortable because you're getting like like almost too honest that's the thing people really relate to because they're they're they feel the same way you do and um so yeah, that's like an example of something that, but yeah, it, it would be cool for you to start following us and just kind of looking at what we're doing. And like that song, it's funny, that song, that's like a, a This Will Destroy You song that, that we all use all the time. It's like a cool little- uh, Does it feel like Friday Night Lights version? Yeah, it's, it's, like it's, in, it's in Money uh, Moneyball, no. Friday Night Lights, uh, I'm pretty sure they used it in, in Arrival. It's like a, it's a really cool rock band called This Will Destroy You. And also there's another band called Explosions in the Sky. Oh, yeah. They're like these instrumental, guitar instrumental. Um, Explosions in the Sky did all of the music for the TV series. Yeah, yeah, so that's This Will Destroy You, which is uh, very much like Explosions in the Sky. They did a uh, Wally. Um, the first half an hour of Wally is a masterclass in filmmaking, and then the moment someone opens their mouth, they fucking ruined it. Really? They made that the if they made that the animated version of the artist, which is a silent movie about love between two robots, it would have been mm. fucking masterclass. Yeah, the the whole first hour of Wally has like no talking in no, it. No. Have you seen Wally? Yeah, it's dope. Makes me cry every time. So Dude, I'd love to watch it again. I tried to show my daughter, and she couldn't handle it because of the issues. Oh, really? She hid under the pillows, you know, because mm. the earth was all burnt up, and she was tripping. Is this isn't on anymore? My daughter, is... my daughter has the same issue with all of those cartoons. The problem is they all start with this massive trauma, like the death of a parent or right. both parents. Or... Dude, Bambi is gnarly, <laughs> bro. Dude, I oh still my show that to my daughter. It starts with the girl with the little deer's father dying. Yeah. 
right? By finding Nemo opens with the death of the mother and 200 oh. siblings. Oh, that's all right. the same moment, we all get eaten by a barracuda. You can hear Billy now, uh, Michaelis? Sort of. Yeah, I can hear my ears. Uh, wait, Billy. Oh, you can hear talk. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Not super well. Oh, you can't hear him very, very well? Um, I they talk well. Hearing you guys from the laptop talking? Well, I thought that you were hearing well, us this one from the mic. Is this one on? No, uh, not from the mic. Oh, he, he's not hearing us from the mic anymore? Oh, okay. Huh? What happened? It's that one mic right there, right? The I thought that he would, I thought Michaela was listening to us from the microphones. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, fuck. What happened? But what? Oh, because I moved it probably and it disconnected. There you go. Now it sounds better, Michaelis? Yeah, totally. Wow. Is this all recording? So we're, 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 we're still just kind of trying to figure this out. Big question. Are we actually recording this for the podcast? Yeah. It's happening? Okay. Yeah, but it's going to be uh, the like... Is that one not, not, not doing anything? Well, the, the first half is on there. Oh, so I got, I got a Sam question. Yeah. I saw you over there at the Evigans and you, you presented your song or something to them. Or did you, How did you see that? It must have been TikTok because that's all I look at. Well, this is the story that I want to tell about that. So, so we're going to hang out for, you know, for a guy that I've met once his birthday. And it's you know a- Jason Michaelis, right? Jason who? Evigan? I don't think so, no. Yeah, but you know, like, Jason Evigan and Victoria Chumba. Jason Evigan is my really good friend. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. He's, like, produce. He's, like, dude, he like, I was in a band with him a long, long time ago, and now he's producing. He, he's do, doing the whole. Have you heard of Rufus Del Soul? I have. He did their whole new album and, and oh. all their stuff on their last album. But that's what we're proud of that he did. But he's also done a lot of, like, pop you He's know. done some shit that's really worth being proud of, and one of the reasons no everything is is he, proud he, of, but like I mean, that's like the so cool I, thing that he just to con- contextualize this. I played campfire guitar throughout my life, but I'm a writer, so I've always been like, music's not what I do. And then in COVID, when we had all this time to ourselves, I discovered music production as a really fun thing to fall down a very obsessive hole with, and. Totally. Uh, came out the other side with this kind of synth wavy 80s throwback pop EP that I was quietly very proud of as just like a thing that I made that didn't exist before I made it. Um, And Jason produced uh, a song called Physical by uh, Dua Lipa, which I think is the smartest pop song of the last few years from a production point well, he also did maroon fives yeah and he's done a lot of stuff but I very specific, the only reason i mentioned that song is that i modeled the way i produced this main track on that song you didn't say that though of course i didn't say that because yeah really it would have been cool to say it jason's like the guy who would like he's just the coolest yeah, but I, I mean guy. this is the thing is i'm still getting to know these people i don't know them yet but so this is what happens and you'll understand this is a very pat move so we're all like out hanging out doing a sound bath together it's very like i don't know we're in a year and then pat's like yeah let's go in the studio and just listen to some music we go in the studio, but we're, we're hanging out with like the guy that did the percussion for the last Disney movie, like major music people. 
And then Pat goes, text me your song, bro. Like he sends me a text saying, just text me your song. I was well, like, cause that's like what we do in Jason's studio. We play yeah. our music for each other. And when he we're says friends. we, he means a group of people who went to school together. <laughs> well, <laughs> met everybody once and just did a sound bath with yeah, them. Like, it's kind of wild, isn't it? Yeah, but he's, I'm bringing, I'm like, I don't bring people over there that aren't like. That was a really an indirect invitee. So I was, I, it was, it was amazing to observe the feelings. Like I text in the song and then there was a good 20 minutes between that and the like, so Sam, we're going to listen to your song. And, and I then, genuinely was like, I'm going to fucking puke. Right. How funny. Because that's his, his little there, like, song. And then he's got producer and, and professionals going, all around. Fucking die. Yeah. That's um, so funny. So yeah, we, yeah, but we, we listened to the song. In cool. Front of that's the awesome. Pages, which was, you know, it was, a, again, you want to talk about exercises and humility, perfectionism and humility. And like, yeah, fucking, if you're not going to play it now, when are you going to do it? No, it's it's so cool to like be around somebody like that who is just the I really I can't like I literally can't even wait for you to meet him, Jace Michaelis, because you and him and he's we're all like we're all the same kinds of people, like looking for the truth and looking to be better humans. And they're they happen to be like big, big, you know jesus people but um i'm sure that they're gonna love your book and like jason's the kind of guy who will actually read it you know and um it's just cool to be is your, is in your the presence fin- is it finished almost we're just doing the layout now okay um i okay. wanted to have a wider conversation with you about um ways i might be able to help which are probably not for right now but please get my info awesome. and- contact if you if you want i don't know if maybe you've already got all that laid out but um yeah i have a couple of ideas awesome no i would love that i really appreciate it thank you but yeah like having someone like that that's like super down to earth and grounded and like you obviously can tell that he's just like a really cool humble guy who just appreciates everything that he has now and like for me like just seeing people like that get the success that they like deserve is just awesome. It's such an amazing feeling. And this guy is just like, yeah, but I mean, on top of that, he's got this like incredible family, both his family of origin as well as his child, like his, him and his dad have this really beautiful relationship. But I, I mean, I said to him on the night, it was like, it's like, I used to watch his dad on TV when I was a kid in the, in the, in the little chimpanzee. Have have you heard of BJ and the bear Michaelis? No, I haven't. You know who Greg Evigan is? No? No, I don't. <laughs> He's, it's his, his dad is like this famous actor. My Two Dads. Yeah, yeah, totally. His dad is Greg Evigan from My Two Dads. He was like, okay. so, and his dad's like there. His dad hangs out. They did Chumba as like yeah, a but festival. Like the parents have been married for like 46 yeah, years. Yeah, it's and crazy. Still, like, They're like, hang out and they, yeah. they look like best friends. They hang out with his friends too. Yeah, oh, no, really his dad chill. just hot. Yeah, no, they're like yeah. really good fun people, but not in, a, not in an inappropriate way. Like my parents used to come and ask my friends for a toke on their joint. Like, not no, like that. Just very loving. Cool, loving, yeah. normal. And I found it really, I really enjoy witnessing 
normal families because they're just so it's literally like going to the zoo to me it's like <laughs> what am i looking at <laughs> yeah i don't know if they're but, normal they're extra loving and loving. chill i think chill, maybe. well maybe normal is the wrong word maybe they're just they they have that nucleus that we all they have something feel, special it feels like a disney fantasy yeah and i know it's real because pat's known them him for a long time and so no, yeah. it, it was crazy, like reuniting with him like years ago and then going to fucking the Philippines with him. And we went to India with him. Did you see any of that, Michaelis? No. Yeah, like, dude, we went to India with these with with Jason and his wife. And then we went to the Philippines where they have this nonprofit and they help these kids. I spent like weeks out there with them and they like bought these kids in this little village called Lahala a boat to get to to and from the mainland and like they help them in all different kinds of ways just by like being there and and giving these kids attention is like it's just just to see the kids like light up and just to be able to like help even in a small way like this fishing village and then she stays in touch like Veronica has a pen pal over there and like Victoria has gotten like a bunch of these kids, like different like pen pals and like we'll send stuff. And I mean, it's like small, but it's something, you know? No, it's awesome, man. That's really cool. Yeah. I think that trip like kind of changed me a little bit, you know, <clears throat> like sleeping in a fucking hut with like roosters, like really loud at like five 30 in the morning and just like that? dogs in the Philippines oh, in, wow. this, in this little village, this fishing. Village. I mean, really poor, really. I mean, poor, poor isn't even the word. It's like, just a different, there's no money. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I got to do a big meeting there, like an AA meeting for, cause there's a lot of alcoholics and, I mean, they don't understand alcoholism. And I was I had a translator next to me and I was talking about how I couldn't stop drinking. And they don't, they don't know there's a way out. They think that the guy, the people that are in that village that that are drunks, they literally think they're just insane people. Do they have drunks in that little village? Oh yeah, bro. A lot of the people drink there, but like some of the people are alcoholics. Yeah. And, and and having the meeting which is in the video. I made a video of like my trip there and like in the video, there's like the meeting that we had. It's really cool. But like some of the people were like, yeah, they were pointing to like different people in the, in the, cause the whole fucking town showed up to the meeting, you know, people that were and weren't alcoholics and they were like pointing to the ones you could tell the ones that they thought they had, they had problems, you know? And one of the kids was this 18 year old kid who, just you know was just completely blacked out every single night you know but then i was like trying to speak to him about how i got sober and it was fucking cool dude that's crazy so if you have a certain population six percent is going to be alcoholic no matter what even in some little village in some other country i mean i feel like especially in these poor villages with no they have nothing to do and they just drink. How do they afford alcohol though? I don't know. They make it. Yeah. Um, either they make it or they have like, I mean, they had this one brand. I actually beer. heard Bali is really bad and they sniff, they sniff the resin for making boats, which fucks your brain all up. Cause they don't have a lot of opportunity there. I mean, you get high wherever you get high, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What what's it, what is it like where you're where you're living? Is it um, 
have you got neighbors nearby or are you in the middle of nowhere sorry you cut out what was that i was just saying i was asking what it's like where you live whether or not you have neighbors or if you're in a village or in the middle of nowhere um i definitely have neighbors but i'm kind of in a village-ish uh but like my house is actually it's really cool it's surrounded by temples so i just have like a neighbor in front of me but i've got a temple behind me and then to the right and left of me so my particular home is quiet say what you know the ocean um i'm about mm, 10 minutes away from the ocean oh wow so yeah but it's cool we have roosters and we have dogs too (laughs) yeah it's wild for sure and six percent alcoholics (laughs) yeah totally so we, we, we were talking about something in the sermon on the mount that i just wanted to touch on real quick about how like you know i find that we always are talking about like working on like we're working on ourselves, or we're, we're 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 trying to stay positive or we're um <clears throat> you know we're, we're <clears throat> trying to look at things <clears throat> from like a positive or a better understanding and i feel like the 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 goal or like the level above that is almost to just not try or work just to to be completely accepting of everything that is and it's not work and we're not like necessarily putting like a positive spin on things right it's just does that make sense michaela it's almost anti-productive to try not to to work well, I don't at. I don't work at any of those things that's what I'm saying they just like happen when I'm serving others and, when and, my and, thoughts and are, you don't think like oh I'm gonna have a good day today you just no, like just, get up and you're in the moment and you accept things as they come yeah totally. so but that's why yeah. I think like I want to start trying to change the narrative and I feel like this came from you Yes, I kept trying to like get you to say what you said in the last. No, but meeting. you often do that, and I'm like, I don't remember. Right, what, what but happened. but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's like, it's not about like it's not like trying to look self help. It's not self help. Right, it's self forgetting. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, and then also not like labeling an experience as positive or negative. It's just perfect because it is what it is. And, and what's coming do you, is... Do you guys know someone called Al Sainz? What? What? Al Sainz did a meditation yeah, course before Sainz. he died. <laughs> he taught me to meditate over a summer of like Saturdays or something. And he would, he would be like, okay, let's just let's do 20 minutes. Like in the middle of the thing, he's like, all right, we're going to do 20 minutes. He set a timer and we'd all close our eyes. And at the end, we'd all be like, it wasn't wasn't good. I wasn't good. I was thinking the whole time. And he would always say the meditation is as good as it was. Like there's no judgment about good or bad. It's just it it is what it was. Mm. And I think it's applicable to all things that like your relationship, we're we're constantly in this hierarchical relationship with everything about whether it was better than before or is it enough mm, or exactly enough? and comparing and just yeah, like and despairing of like yeah. um, where's the progress and labeling and the metric? Like labeling it as like yeah part what of if that, there's no fucking metric then you can't be failing at all the time it gets tricky because language is geared that way yeah too that's you know? the problem like did you have a good day did you have a bad day i had a day right that doesn't say a lot 
Yeah. You know, so it, any, I don't yeah, know. But I, I, the thing is, it doesn't matter how people react to you saying I had a day. Like what will happen is you, as you know, start to change your own physiological reaction to the good and the bad. And yeah. But you want to communicate with normal people too, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll know what you mean though. But I mean, like for instance, you know, one of the, my biggest, like my biggest defect when I got sober was, was impatience because I felt like I'd wasted so much time. Mm -hmm. So my whole thing was like, it all needs to happen now or I'm fucked mm -hmm. for honestly until about two minutes ago, but like <laughs> it's, it's still constantly working on it. But, but I, and I thought wrongly that if I, if I, if I learn patience, I'll stop getting made to wait, which of course is completely delusional. And what I, hmm. I hate saying what I figured out because what I think I figured out changes all the time. But what I realized is that the, when I'm impatient, I'm not lacking patience. I lack trust. And but the reason I'm impatient mm. is because I don't believe the thing I'm going to wait, I'm waiting for is ever going to happen, mm -hmm. particularly if I stop waiting. Mm. But being patient is impatient because if I'm being patient, I'm engaging with the wait. I'm waiting. Like hmm. if I called you and said, what are you doing today? And you said, I'm at home patiently waiting. I'm like, oh, that sounds fucking horrible because you're engaged with the wait. Mm -hmm. And so the true practice of patience is to not wait, but get on with your life safe in the knowledge and the trust that the thing you're waiting for is going to happen in the same second, whether you wait or you get on with your life. Mm, trust. <clears throat> yeah. It's about trust. Yeah, it's not about patience. It's I bet a trust. lot of things are about trust. Faith. Faith. Right. Trust. Faith you, and trust is that you... almost synonymous, right? Yeah. Now. Did you did that make sense? Okay, let's... Yeah, totally. I feel like the phrases I'm working on this or I'm dealing with this or like those phrases are really sort of haphazardly like tossed around. Yeah, because it always sounds to me like people are trying to like manage like their experience, you know, instead of just like appreciating it. Well, know? that's kind of I feel like what you're helping to bring to Graceland and that's what we're bringing. What we're what I'm trying to do is or what I think would be good for like the house, because when you're in sober living, it's hard to not talk like that like we're working on ourselves we're learning accountability and you know responsibility and 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 it's like how do you rephrase the way we talk about i mean it's how many times at liberty house did you say we're, we're working on ourselves or we're changing our character we're build, building a new character you know what i'm saying like how do you avoid um how, how do you accept yourself as perfect as you are but also want to continue to 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 grow and become better without using phrases like working on myself i mean isn't that what the steps are all about well it's not like just the phrase itself it's just like what are you doing to work on yourself what does that actually mean to you that's really what i'm questioning you know and um, that's where like that writing managerial role comes in you know well, like writing words. Um, it seems to just tie in with selfishness and self-centeredness. We need to be free of self. It's just an alien language. You have to bombard. You, know, you just have to submerge yourself. The other in. thing that bothers me about working on Hello. this and that is that it allies to this idea yeah. that A, I'm broken and yeah, come on down. I'm falling short now. 
but that by working on it, I'm going to arrive in a place where I will be suddenly enough. But, but you're not because you're energizing it through the back door or something. No, you I'm know? not saying it's, that that's what will happen. I know, but isn't it so weird? This idea of, you know, like I remember when I got my 60 day chip, someone congratulated me as I was walking back to my seat and I said, yeah, getting there. Getting where? Right, you're already you there. You're here. Says what? Fucking eternity? Like, but we're like geared to think that way. It's like it takes untraining. You got to untrain your mind or something. Well, this is why on the Sunday night meditation, like one of the major messages of that, which I know is like counterculture to the structure, but like I talk a lot about, you know, irrespective of all the stuff you're doing to like better yourself and all your goals and hopes and dreams for this future that you now have in sobriety also now is good you know what i think the dreams of the future are anti-productive because i here's here's how i look at it i may not even have a future but right now is money in the bank i may not achieve those things that i want to i don't even know it would be good for me if i do and those those are more expectations it's more like if i don't get or do what i think i need to do then i'm a fucking loser yeah, exactly. But if you if you ally to this idea that, as I said, like there's some future point of arrival, you rob yourself of the ability of seeing. And also, it's not just that you'll forget that now is good. It's that the thing about the future is that when you get there, it will be now. It won't feel like the fucking future. It'll be now. But here's what Pat always addresses. Yeah, we're going to continue to work for a good future now, but... There really is no future. It is only now. No, we're going to be happy while we're in the process of, of, of achieving our dreams. But we may not achieve our dreams. <laughs> but so... we're still going to enjoy the process of trying. Yes. See, I, I, I mean, this comes down to another interesting argument that you hear a lot about this. I, I've, I've experienced this argument a lot in men's meetings of how do you differentiate between ambition and self-will? And what I think, because again, my opinions change all the time, That's is that uh, there's nothing wrong with ambition and self-betterment and working towards some goal that may not be achievable in the moment, as long as it's coupled with trust in the process, which is to say, including, I may not meet that goal. It may not be that that goal or that dream is meant for me. So I can enjoy the process of working toward it because I'm not looking for it to circumvent the need for spiritual growth or complete me in some way, which of course it never will. Then I think goals are healthy, but if the goal is about then I'll be enough, it's immediate, you're fucked in every mm. which way. Yeah. Even if but you do what achieve if it. What, what if you can basically do whatever the fuck you want in this world, as long as you're being the blessing okay. to the process? being what the, the blessing in the process that is, that's by being of service basically <laughs> as soon as you point a camera at me, yeah and out. also just like being like happy <laughs> or like peaceful, or, um yeah because uh, yeah that's actually a really really good point because i so many times where i'm trying to like get something i'm not being the blessing I'm selfishly trying to get something or achieve some goal. And I'm not like the people around me are not enjoying how yeah. I'm going about doing it. But you it. can do the same thing being the blessing. 
Yeah, it's definitely Can't, like I, that's a question, it, not a not it's a hard, it's like harder. It requires a lot more patience. It requires a lot more like I think that the, I think that the the getting there will will be slower. I'm just picturing like the past year of my life and you how have to practice it. Yeah, just you like have anything to, else, it's just a practice, you know. Yeah, but I don't know it's if. Not- it's not going to just like magically appear. And that's why like the book work is so beneficial because it's just a really simple way to practice being the blessing. But the more that you practice it, the more it just becomes a part of who you are and it will become your instinct, you know, to be that person as opposed to anything else, which will make your life a lot easier. I have so many people calling. Go ahead. I'm just like, I'm just trying to think of like specific examples. Okay. Because like, if I'm the blessing in every situation, I'm not going to really be able to edit a video in front of three people that are trying to spend time with me, but I've been doing that. I think you five can. to 10 times a day I think you can. for the past year. I think it's possible. But I'm, but I'm needing to focus on the thing. Yeah. I'm doing. So you say in a very also, loving way, maybe, or who knows how God will right. guide you, right? Hey, I, I got to do this, guys. Let's right. talk later, or so. Or, or just give me like five minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this little video, and then I'll be with you in a second. That's true. If it's so what I'll often do is I'll be like, just give me five minutes, but I mean an hour. <laughs> just yeah. give me three hours. But what I mean is, can you just get off my back in a way that I'm gonna make mm. sound palatable? So you got to make the boundary real and one that everyone's okay with upholding. So if it's half an hour, say half an hour. It's just really difficult when you're juggling like Yeah, 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 you're stressed 10. out. Do this, get out of here. I need this. Where's it's it just at? like yeah, it's I easy it. to say, but it's like when you're when you're literally dealing with like 10 different things at once, like just today, like there's so many different things happening at one time and there's like five different people pulling me in five different directions and it's hard to be the blessing. Yeah. It just requires more maybe you awareness, awareness. You're not, you're not maybe. Right. What was your, what did you need, Woody? I just wanted to holler to you. About? Uh, just people in the house like tripping. About what? Uh, just like uh, you uh, gave them their phones back and they started tripping like who like john oh uh, well jordan jordan has his phone yeah but like when john starts tripping yeah but john's leaving in a couple days anyway so what happens they see their old friends and, and stuff and they start actually i just want to ask this real quick so um, if somebody needs to use their phone for a second and they're new, we give them their phone, right? For a little bit. Why do they need their phone? Well, <laughs> how does he just always ask the one question? Um, <laughs> uh, you're saying, well, in this particular situation, they needed their phone because I wanted them to write a Yelp review on the house because, because we have some people are trying to come. I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but like, hear me out. 
like we have people that are like trying to come to the house and they're going on the listing, the Google listing. And there's like negative, the, the negative reviews are like, we haven't really put any energy or time into the positive reviews. So we just did that tonight so that like, we won't be overwhelmed by the negative reviews, which will deter people from actually coming to the house. So I wanted to get, which is everything. funny because literally there can only be like, what, how many people have been in the house? Well, bro, there was, that's what I'm saying is there's only 13 reviews on Yelp. Now there's fucking 31. So most of the reviews are from people who've never been anywhere near the fucking place. Exactly. Right? That's my point. Well, that's so, what I'm, yeah, but you can't expect, out. you can't expect Tiffany yeah, from Arkansas's mom to realize yeah. that. Right. So I just needed to do our part in giving people in the house an opportunity to talk to, to, to review the house. I wasn't forcing them to say anything that they didn't can respond honestly believe. So they all put their little thing in there. What and now we have world. like an actual, what, what a world we live in that people have never even been in the house are writing reviews. Well, you, you could genuinely write under the review. Thanks so much for your review. Maybe you can write another one after you actually come here. It's just, that's why. So, so that's why. So did this, did okay. you, was there, so any that's something that like, the client can do in front of the manager and then hand the phone right back. How long does it take to write a review? You do one at a time. Are you talking to the mic? Yeah. You can take, you want to sit here? I, I'm, so I'm like, horrible. yeah, that's what he, that's what you did. I, I might yeah. actually cut out soon. Yeah, that's what he did. Okay, cool. Instead of just handing the client their phone and saying, go write the review and give it back to me. So, yeah, what, what we did was I had Reese get everybody, um, get their phone. Did they and, go on Google and Yelp? Yeah. And they all sat in a circle for 10 minutes and they wrote a review and they turned their phone right back in. So what's the problem? Uh, the problem is, okay. The problem is that some, some of the residents feed into the negativity once they see it. Uh, you know what I mean? Feed into what negativity? The negativity on Yelp. Okay, what does that look like? What do you mean they feed into the negativity? They just... Like, we have all these crazy people saying all this crazy stuff, and then they just they just run with it and take they, it they for... They read that while they're supposed to be writing the review, right? Yeah, they So read. are they writing the review, or are they reading reviews? Well, when they opened Yelp, they saw the review, and then they wrote their own. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Are they still writing positive reviews? Yeah, but they just see—they <laughs> just see—they just see something negative online, and they build a case against the house. Okay, so maybe them writing Yelp reviews right now is not the way to go. Dude, did they all get taken down? They might not have been put up yet. They were only put. They were only written a couple of hours ago. Yeah, they have to be like approved. I think. Yeah, that's so crazy because it went up. Whatever. We might just get. We might just. I might just delete the fucking Yelp list. Who Dude, do we, we don't. We're not a taco truck. We don't need Yelp anyways. Yeah, <laughs> we have. 
I'd be a little bit worried if someone's deciding on which tree presenter or, or something yeah. to go to based on Yelp. I mean, Yelp's just such a negative place anyways. Well, again, I really do feel like the majority of people who like, I don't think to write a Yelp review unless my experience is either extremely good or extremely bad. Yeah. Um, What's up, Michaelis? How are you? I don't see you, but I hear you. I know, I'm on the <laughs> other side. Sit here because I think I'm going to drive home. Yeah, you can switch with them. All right, it's good to see you, Michaela. Let's give me a call. It's you, man. I will. Take care. Thank you. You're welcome. Look at, look at what Ali, Ali W wrote. Shut this place down ASAP. Do not bring your loved ones here. Patrick Ridge is a scammer who only cares about content for his failed attempts at a reality show. Just to be clear, we have no idea who the fuck that is. Ali, it's Ali W. Who is that? Some girl. That's exactly my point. She's never been here. Yeah, I wouldn't put any energy into any of that stuff. Well, I mean, the problem is that we we kind of have to put some energy into it. That's like saying I wouldn't make a good website or I wouldn't, I mean, no, it's not what you're saying. Don't have people write good stuff to outweigh the bad. I mean, I think that when people are ready to have their phones, then they can write good stuff if you want them to. I mean, here's the problem is like, I, I mean, I think we're good. Like, I think that the people who are going to, like, write the negativity, like, have done that. Yeah. And um, we've countered it with some positivity. So if you Google us, it's, you know, 37 reviews and it's 4.5 stars. So okay, we're good. Okay, cool. I just, I just, if I didn't put, if I didn't ask some people to write some honest reviews, it would be a lot lower and but i mean we don't have a problem we're fine i mean if anything yeah, totally. if i anything, feel like that was like an exercise in a lack of faith you know well 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 danielle's literally trying to help this girl who's gonna come here and her mom found some shit on yelp and like stopped her from coming okay that's one girl right but I mean, it's one girl who could have. It was. It was another guy too. It's been a couple of people, but. Um, but and I mean, those are people. like actual lives that. I mean, it's so what? Yeah, you're right. It's one girl who could have had, who could have changed her life, and now she's not because of some. People are not desperate enough where a Yelp review is not like <laughs> affecting their opinions and that's on them yeah but it's 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 not even them bro it's their it's their mom it's their parents you know it's the sad and i guess i guess their parents have to learn a lesson too then right which is well it's like the parent that like you tell them don't let the kid come home don't let the kid come home they let the kid come home and then like they set up the fucking apartment for them and the kid relapses and dies like it is the lesson that they learn. Who knows? You know. So if she sends her to a place that's 
you know, not as amazing, or if she doesn't send her anywhere, she continues to enable her daughter, then who knows what's going to happen to her. But that's her lesson that she needs to learn. It's also our lesson too, you know, like we always learn these lessons by, but like what happened? Who fed into uh, what? Like John <clears throat> read a review that like one of the crazy people said, and he just like started his own little sidebar with it. By doing what? What does that mean? He started a sidebar. What is like that with Jordan, you know, like they both like have the same mentality on a lot of things and they just like started spreading negativity about what one of the Yelp reviews. I don't want to like even talk about it right now because I don't want to give it any airtime. That's what, yeah. Good point, Caleb. Huh? Yeah. Just it's, it's weird because I don't even just say what it was. Uh, I, I don't even, I don't even want to like in front of Caleb, to be honest with you. It like Madison showed me and it's, yeah. I'll show you right now. I mean, if John and Jordan are already talking about it, then. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like we can all talk about it as like a family and put it to rest. Um, I'll show you. Are you, do you have Yelp on your phone? Yeah. I was just reading. Oh, this one I've worked in the field for almost 20 years. Uh-uh. Let me see it. So one star. No professionals. The fuck does that even mean? Professionals. How, how, how do you become a professional? This one right here, they, they read that one right there. And they just like started their own thing. It's just insane. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying I molested a girl when I was 16, a nine-year-old girl. I have zero idea where they're, get, where they're even coming up with this insanity. The owner's wife also is an addict. Just complete. That's this. I'm surprised there's not more outright lies. That's like the only, that's like one of the only like outright lie, you know? But I'm surprised there aren't more people just like straight up lying like that. Yeah. There will be. Just give it some time. Right. <laughs> Why are you afraid to say that? Because I didn't want to give it any airtime at all. Like even with the whole Yelp thing, I did like. So Jordan and John were like questioning whether that was a real thing. Well, I feel like us writing reviews is just playing into their bullshit in the first place. And I feel like if we like, like we could have just like waited on it and like, like, like we get negativity all the time and this was just more of it. And I feel like it was just impulsive to like write all these reviews to try to control the situation. And really it's just like fucking noise on the internet that we deal with every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah. No need for the announcement. I'm hungry. Is that okay? 
And that's what I mean by like, we're learning because this happens all the time, but it comes in like different forms. Like usually it's TikTok. Um, it might be somebody that calls us and tells us that they saw something and then we talk about it. And then it, what it, what it does is it, it causes this commotion internally between us. And I just didn't want to do that anymore. That's why I didn't want to even talk about it on the podcast because I didn't want to give them any fucking airtime. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't deserve it. And I feel like what they want is for us to like have these conversations about it and like kind of, kind of like panic. And I, you know, and it just us like doing that just kind of fed into their bullshit. Or am I off? No, it's a waste of time. Yeah. Mm. What's a waste of time? Talking about it, giving it energy, trying to manage it, all that stuff. There's people that just downright hate us, you know? But trying to manage it is not like if there's a situation where I can have people write reviews that want to write reviews, I should have them do that. Right. But that can just happen organically. Yeah. You know, as opposed to trying to make it happen as a response to something, because you're just giving that other thing power. they're like trying to use yelp as like a resource to like tear us down and like yelp a yelp review to me is not bigger than um seeing the progression in caleb or madison or like anybody even us you know how much we've grown like as as staff together um that can't really be argued totally 